like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. I'm sure you'll find today's Song of the Soul guest to be a bit different in a most engaging way, seeing as Patrick Landessa is bringing some wonderful Hawaiian music to us, straight from his home in Berkeley, California. He comes by the Hawaiian music honestly and genetically. As we'll discuss with Patrick later, he does a regular Hawaiian music radio program, and he's award-winning for his slack-key guitar music, and much more. Patrick Landessa joins us today by phone from Berkeley, California. Patrick, I'm so pleased you could join me today for Song of the Soul. Aloha. It is so good to be here. Did you grow up speaking Hawaiian at home? No, but I was surrounded by Hawaiian music when I was younger. My mother comes from Ho'olehua Molokai. My father, he came from Kahuku on the island of Oahu. And when I was younger, my mother would sing to us, and our home was surrounded by Hawaiian music. Funny that you had said that, because I had a discussion with my mother the other day, and she always reminded me that her mom spoke to her in Hawaiian and made her read the Bible every night in Hawaiian. Now, this was during the time where my grandparents were actually forbidden to speak Hawaiian because that's how it was during the times where all things Hawaiian, Hawaiian language, or we call it Olelo Hawaii in the culture. You know, there was a point in time where all those things were suppressed. But now today, it's just thriving. So, yeah, mom spoke Hawaiian, but only in relation to songs and hula. But it was very, very thankful that she had shared that with us. Being born and raised in the island of Berkeley, California, people say, how in the world did you learn to sing in Hawaiian? Or how did you learn how to play slack key? And it was because of my parents surrounding us with our culture and immersing us with our heritage as much as they could. I was reading up a little bit on the culture of Hawaii, and I read about the suppression of the language, even though I understand now that it's the only state out of the United States where it has two official languages, both Hawaiian and English are official languages there. But in 1970s, it said there was a cultural renewal that came about, a kind of renaissance. So your parents maybe came out of that. When did they move to the mainland? They actually moved to the mainland in the, in the late 60s, and the Renaissance is very important to Hawaii, and correct, they were part of the Renaissance. They didn't participate in it because they were here already, but they sure did 
uh, enjoy the uh, the fruits from it because that music right there, that resurgence was what inspired so many, especially when it came to Hawaiian music and, and language and hula. My mother moving here, remember now, she's from what we call the Friendly Isle, Molokai, where she farmed. Her parents were farmers and, and that's what they did. They lived off the land. She came from Molokai to Berkeley. <laughs> and so my mother's maiden name is O'Sullivan. So it's Francis O'Sullivan because I'm part Irish and also Hawaiian, Chinese, Filipino. But it was very difficult for my mother when she went to school. They would look at her name on paper and then see her in, in person. <laughs> uh, you know, it, and they'd go, oh, you know, she'd go for job interview, she'd say. And she goes, hello, I'm Frances O'Sullivan. And they look at her, it's this Chinese Hawaiian lady. It's like, um, the job's not available. Really that bad? Yeah, you know, that was the time. But my, my mother, being my mother, and so full of aloha and, and so friendly, you know, she just shrugged it off and resilient and, and kept going and continued to be the person of, you know, who she is all the way until today. Renaissance, that music, not only was in Hawaii, but it also spilled over to the mainland where the folks that came over for school or after military or just for jobs, you know, they, they brought that music over to, for all of us to enjoy. Well, let's get started with that music then, because you've been producing a lot of it. I understand you have seven CDs out there on your website. I saw a listing of three of them. So what would you like to share to start off your song of the soul, Patrick? You know, I enjoy this song, and the, the song is called Naka Pueo. And the Pueo Kahi, it was a ship, and it was named after a village near Hanamaui, a ship or boat or canoe in Hawaiian mele. It's a poetic reference to a woman. And so it, this song I remember as a child, and my mother dancing this song, and the uncles and aunties would sing it during a kanikapila or their jam sessions. Song called Nakapuel with my little twist. Nakapuel kahike aloha, nene o kaio maui. Nakapuel kahike aloha. Nene au kai o Maui Kova loko hai Hawaii Maka ili kaya o mama Kova loko hai Hawaii Maka ili kaya o mama
Clandessa is here today for Song of the Soul. That was his performance of the song, Nakapueo. That song is, I guess, originally by Samuel. How's his last name pronounced? Samuel Kaea. Kaea. Yeah, such a beautiful song. And Pueo is an owl. Pueo means owl. So it's a Hawaiian owl. But it just so happens that this song speaks of the ship named Pueo Kahi. Are there indigenous songs to Hawaii which are harsh sounding? I mean, like, could you do headbanger type rock, Hawaiian <laughs> traditional music? I don't think they go together. There was a group in the 90s that came out and they did Hawaiian rap. Then the unique thing about it, it, this was very unique. It was pretty good. It was actually wonderful, but it was Hawaiian rap that was done in pure Hawaiian and they stay true to the style of rap, but yet traditional. So that's what I remember. That's the only thing I would probably hit them to. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> you wonder, I mean, I because I lived in Africa when I was in the Peace Corps, like I learned local humor, which was so different. And there's so many aspects of our lives which are unexamined until we have the grace to meet another culture that shows us, oh, you can look at things that way. I imagine that you grew up in your household, of course, surrounded by Hawaiian culture, but also in Berkeley. So how jarring was that? How out of place did you feel? I mean, that must have been... Oh, it was wonderful, Mark. It was wonderful. I just, my music reflects that. I can't believe that I grew up in Berkeley. People always say, oh, man, home must have been so nice for you in Hawaii. I go, oh, I'm I'm not from Hawaii. I'm from Berkeley. (laughs) And yes, surrounded by all that music, surrounded by folk music, surrounded by bluegrass music, you know, blues. And all that contributed to my style of playing. And also just, you know, people always say, um, so you're, you know, you're from Berkeley. They go, yeah, you know, I might not be able to speak fluent Hawaiian, but I sure can do a mean protest, <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and so, you know, things like that, it, it contributed. My father loved Hawaiian music, but he also loved that King Cole. And my home was filled with uh, what we called at the time, golden oldies. Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Ella. The household was just filled with music. Very fortunate, very fortunate. And, and and I feel that it has contributed to my musical style today. Well, let's talk about the slack key guitar, because I hadn't learned about it before, and I'm not really musically trained myself, so I don't really understand the intricacies of music. And the ideas of open tunings or alternative tunings means almost nothing to me. Were you raised musically from the get-go, Patrick? No. 
I started when I was 14 years old. Um, I began with clarinet. I, I was a late bloomer. When I was in high school, my brothers, I had asked them, is there something I should do? And they had said, when you go to high school, you need to take band because we never took band. So I took band and I started off with clarinet, then the bass. And then when I was a junior, I got, I really got into Slacky. It's like something happened. An epiphany happened. It's like, hey, wait a second. This is the music I've been listening to all my life on the weekends and at the parties. I think I can do this. And I heard a recording of Raymond Connick, Slacky Master, and that was it. That began my interest. I just wouldn't stop. I had asked everybody, do you know Slacky? Can you teach me? And a lot of people would say no. And sometimes people that knew Hawaiian music, they would tell me, no, we don't want to teach you. And it came down to my two uncles that I grew up with and that I always used to hear them play. But as a child, you really wouldn't think anything of it. It was just the adults playing. And then finally, when I heard them, I go, that's not key. And I go, yeah. And then they ask, can you teach me? And they go, yeah, we can teach you. And so they, they began to show me at family parties. But they'd only show me uh, late at night when they were very, very, very drunk. <laughs> is that, some, that must be some kind of commentary on culture. I don't know. <laughs> it, it is. My father, you know, God bless him. I would bring my guitar over to the house and they'd be drinking and having a good time. That's what Hawaiians do. And it would be 7 p.m. And I go, you know, can you teach me some slack key? And they would say, uh, yeah, in a little while. And Eight o'clock would come around. Uh, they're still drinking. And I go, you know, are you going to be playing music pretty soon? And my father would go, hey, 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 leave your uncles alone. Now, later on, 9 o'clock would come. And I figured it out by then. Does anybody need a beer? <laughs> and so <laughs> I gave them beer. And then they popped out the guitar. And in many ways, that's when the best slack key, the pure slack key would come out. When they felt good, and when it was 9.30 and the, and the party kind of had a low, and they'd reminisce about the times that they spent growing up in Hawaii, that was magic. They would play the songs that they remember from growing up in Hawaii. And one of those songs was called Pa'ahana. And Pa'ahana, it's a standard song when it comes to slack key. But I also remember my mother singing it in our home. A lot of the songs that I record are songs that I remember as a child. My grandmother in Honolulu, whenever I would visit her, I would visit and I would study under the slack key masters. And then I would return home and I would practice. And my tutu would say, play that song again, because it brings back memories of even when she was a child. And that was always the goal. My teachers would say, you're to play the songs so our kupuna, our ancestors, our, our grandparents, our elders, kupuna, our elders, would be proud to make them cry. So... Pa'ahana was one of those songs.
Pahana from Slakihuakai. That's close enough. (laughs) (laughs) By Patrick Landessa. He's in Berkeley, obviously, from Hawaiian extraction. I Actually, I mean, you've got Irish in there. You've got a, quite a wonderful mix. Has that only been the thread of Hawaii, which I'm sure is a more than ample pursuit for much of your life that you've chosen to pursue? Or, I mean, was there part of your life when you were a jazz musician, too? <laughs> I wish. Oh, I loved jazz in high school, but it was a challenge for me. You know, identity is one of those things because growing up in Berkeley, I grew up in the inner city an urban setting. And so all of my friends were either Latino or African-American. So in many ways, I thought that I was a part of that culture. But I identified with my Hawaiian side first because of my parents. My father is full Filipino, but his mother was born on Maui, but his father was born in the Philippines. And he came over what Filipinos call the first wave of immigrants. And the first wave, my grandfather was a part of that working the uh, cane fields in Kahuku. And so uh, he paved the way for others to come, others from the Philippines. Um, At this point in my life, just trying to identify with who I am um, as a Hawaiian and as a Hawaiian Filipino. You know, there's so much to learn, you know, for me. I I wasn't raised on the language. My father really, he was from Hawaii. So, you know, it was a whole different type of culture versus a Filipino or what we call here Kapabayan. Kapabayan is Filipinos that are here and what they're used to. So I had to adapt to that because I have a lot of Filipino friends. They were confused. Well, I think there's so much of it to ingest here with our ears. Why don't you give us another song right away, Patrick? You got it. You know, speaking about flat key guitar, one of the foremost legends, just the grandmaster, was the late, great Dennis Kamakahi. We know him from the movie The Descendants, Lilo and Stitch, along with other films that his music has been featured on. When he was living, he was considered probably the second most prolific songwriter, second only to the Queen. And um, he passed away two years ago. He was my mentor, and I traveled many years with him. This song comes to us from the island of Kauai, and it's his, one of his compositions. It talks about it, its beauty. Beautiful song called Le Kauai. Kalagi o kawali ili'i Ua ike makao i konani O komaumaka o nauna i kauka iu iu O koleo i kamakani ake aloha Me ola na iki e kie 
olu olu vale no kawae oke ola ike au ika nani oke aku amana loa no hoana ika polio na o ivi Lei kama oa ola nai Ika wehi o ka aina nei Hano hano vale noe Lei ana i ka ua noe Lei koe lei ka ua Oa pili o mauna lei Ua pala o ke o a song written by Dennis Kamakahi, but performed here by Patrick Landesa. It's Le Coele. And, you know, Dennis, having been your mentor until the two years ago when he died, does that mean that you went and sat at his feet and learned? Or how, do, how does mentorship happen for you, Patrick? I carried bags, luggage. So, yeah, Dennis Kamakahi, I listened to his music all of my life, but it wasn't until I was in high school and I, I met him through George Winston, the piano player. And at the time, in the 90s, he was recording or archiving Slack Key Masters under his own label, Dancing Cat Records. And through Dancing Cat Records, I was able to meet a lot of the masters Uncle Dennis, uh, later in life, we realized that we are related. And so he began his mentorship. And how does this work? Well, the uncles are very picky of who they share their knowledge with. I call them the uncles out of a term of endearment, and that's the respect. Because they are, along with Dennis Kamakai, Cyril Pahinui, George Kahomoku, who continues just by doing what he does, leaves a great example for us in the generation. George Kuo, but it was Dennis Kamakahi and his songwriting. So I got a chance to travel with him. And when I traveled with him, you know, he had invited me to be his tour manager, his roadie, along with Cyril Pahinui. So when I was younger, you know, I carried bags. I started from the bottom. And while I would assist them with the concerts and, and the logistics, during the free time, they would share with me their slacky style. And while we're at the airport, they would tell me stories of, of when they were younger and when they learned Slacky, you know, and Cyril Pahinui being the son of the Slacky icon, Gabby Pahinui, who would share with me all these wonderful stories. And so I traveled with the both of them for many years. It started off as being a tour manager roadie to why don't you open our show to, you know, why don't you join us at the end of the show in the jam session on stage to you know, uh, let's show you how to book shows. And so they showed me how to book shows, to produce shows. And then later on in life, everything had to go through me. The thing about it is that they taught me how to be fair. You know, it wasn't about the contracts. Dennis taught me how to be polo lay, polo lay. I go, well, uncle, what does that mean? And he would say, polo lay is when everyone wins. It's when the promoter wins, the venue wins, the audience wins. And when we win, that's what Pololei is. And so mentorship, that's how they mentored me. 
they mentored me through their actions. In Hawaiian, we call that the Hawaiian way, nana ho'olohe ho'apili. Nana is to watch, ho'olohe is to listen, and ho'apili is to imitate. And that's what I did, and that's what I continue to do today. Well, I have the feeling, folks, that we're being mentored today by Patrick Landesa. He's out of Berkeley, California, and he's my guest for today's Song of the Soul, which is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web at northernspiritradio.org. And on that site, you'll find more than 10 and a half years of our programs for free listening and download. You'll find a place to post comments. You'll find links to the folks. So when you want to get a hold of Patrick, if you don't know how to spell Landessa or if you don't know about his other site, aloaeverywhere.com, you can find both those links on northernspiritradio.org. There's also a place to donate, and that is how this full-time work is supported. It's not by corporations. It's not by the government. It's by your support. But before you even support Northern Spirit Radio, remember to support your local community radio station. They provide you a slice of music and news you get nowhere else on the American airwaves, so start with them. Patrick Landesa is here with us today, and he does his own radio work. And why don't you mention a, a little bit about Aloha Everywhere and actually the road that led you there, Patrick? Well, you know, I started in radio in college, and I did pretty well. I did a Hawaiian show, and, you know, ever since then, I had that radio bug in me. When podcasting came out, I had a show called The Hawaiian Music World, and then later on, I moved that show to a station in, in Felton, K-A-P-U-L-P. And then here we are today with Aloha Everywhere. And I have so much archival footage, audio as well, of these folks like Dennis Kamakahi, who's no longer with us, and Cyril Kahinui. And I share that with the listeners and what their thoughts were during that time. And also because I know a lot of the folks in Hawaii and I can maneuver backstage, I interview them to hopefully help inspire others and bring joy to all lovers of Hawaiian music and culture. And we want you to bring joy to us, Patrick, by sharing some more music. But first, I want to remind people, aloaeverywhere.com. Links on our site, Patrick Lantesa. You can also find on northernspiritradio.org. And uh, if you just happen to be resident in Hawaii, maybe on KPRP Radio. 6.50 a.m., you'll hear his show, what is it, 5 o'clock, I think. You just started very recently. Yeah, uh, my show started at the beginning of March, and we're really excited about that. But give us some more music, Patrick. You know, going back to growing up on the mainland, you know, some people would tease me because, you know, they would question, well, you're not really Hawaiian because you're from Berkeley. And I really never thought of, of anything different because I was taught that I was Hawaiian and my grandparents and my mother would tell me stories of my ancestors. So, you know, how would you feel if somebody came up to you and said, you're not real? And that's my heritage. That's my culture. And just because I'm not from Hawaii, it never made me any less Hawaiian. So I wrote this song. It's called, How Would You Feel? I came up to you and said that you weren't real And how would you feel 
without you
the way I would feel would be I'd be sad, but also thankful to those grandparents and the other members of the family who keep alive that wonderful culture that otherwise can just be wiped out. There's there's upsides and there's downsides to a melting pot. Wouldn't you say, Patrick? Absolutely. And that melting pot is just so important. Keeping the culture alive and trying to inspire others as well was very difficult. For me, it was difficult. But now I'm satisfied with who I am and where I'm from. Did your grandmothers live in the Berkeley area or were they back in Hawaii? And if so, how often did you head back to Hawaii? I think by the time I was in the 12th grade, I was in Hawaii maybe a total of three times. But when I got to college, I had a pass from America Transair that allowed me to go to Hawaii unlimited. So for $1,000, you can go to Hawaii anytime. And I used that pass and that's how I learned how to play Slaki. I would go to class on a Friday and then I'd spend time with my friends partying on Friday night. And I would just tell them, drop me off at the airport. And I would catch the Saturday morning flight. And then I would go to, uh, my uncle would pick me up at the airport at 12. And then by that time, I was off to learn or listen to Hawaiian music or see something. And Sunday at 2 o'clock, I'd catch the flight back to the Bay Area. And I'd do all my homework on the plane. And then boom. And then right back to school. I was young. You know, I had the resources and the energy. So I did it. Well, you know, I want you to make happen now is some more music. We're going to get too close to the end, and I don't want to cut off any of the wonderful resources you've got to share (laughs) with us, Patrick. So what's next? Another song by uh, one of my mentors and teachers, the late great Reverend Dennis Kamakahi, song entitled Sweet By and By. Oh, you won't. 
privilege today to have with us Patrick Landesa. He is of Hawaiian extraction from Berkeley, worked at the feet of many of the great slack key guitarists, including Dennis Kamakahi. And that song was by Dennis, performed by Patrick, Sweet By and By. Although I have to admit, Patrick, when I saw the name, I was thinking of some kind of a gospel song, which is a little bit different. This is a gospel song, Hawaiian style, maybe. Right. You know, Dennis in the 70s was listening to a lot of bluegrass and a lot of music. And so his compositions are inspired by all types of music. Yeah, he would always talk about the Sweet By and By. Beautiful song. And what does the sweet by and by mean to you? Is it Hawaii or is it some other plane? I think that it's some other plane. I think that Uncle Dennis, he had described it as this place where it's just peaceful. Uh, I don't see it as in Hawaii. I see it as in my own concept as my own sweet by and by. And I think that's how he wanted me to see it. Well, explain a little bit more the concept of what you carry within you, that sweet by and by, which, again, that's, for me, that's a spiritual religious place. That's what it evokes for me. Or is it something else for you? Absolutely. You know, folks say aloha is high and goodbye. Aloha is love and God is love. You know, spiritually, in my own faith, the music and God go hand in hand. Dennis Kamakai was a, was a reverend, you know, the reverend Dennis Kamakai. And so everywhere that he went, it was always the spiritual vibe with him. Uh, and although uh, later in life, you know, he was raised Catholic, but later in life, he believed in many different faiths, and he incorporated that in his own beliefs. You know, with me, I, I work at a Catholic school. I teach high school in Hayward, California. I've been a religious educator for, for many years now, and faith plays a very important part of my life. This next song is a song that I compose, and I compose it for my students to use in our service, in liturgy for school it's a song called The Song of the Holy Spirit, and we ask the Holy Spirit, you know, grant us wisdom to heal us, be the source of everything, to heal us, to be our true hope and joy. And I think that's what, I think that's what we all want, is just to be happy, find that true hope and joy, and to live in aloha. Thank you. 
Song of the Holy Spirit. That's from his recording, I Call Your Name, which is all religious songs. Is that slack key guitar accompanying you in that song, Patrick? Absolutely. So it's slack key. And also I have Dobro. I have Michael Witcher on Dobro. So it's my own style, incorporating slack key guitar. And, you know, I love bluegrass. (laughs) And that's what that is. So you're teaching at this Catholic school most of the time, and so you've got a full life that way. My understanding is that you have four kids and one in the hopper. So where do you get time to make music? It's whenever I get inspired, and sometimes the inspiration can come anywhere from being at home with the kids to being in my office at work surrounded by students. 
or even on the road in the hotel, or even in the outer reaches of, of you know, in the country somewhere. Yes, I, I have a day job, and I absolutely love my day job. This is my 18th year in education. But, you know, I also lead another life. You know, I'm a musician. I'm a carrier of this culture, of this style. You know, I make jewelry. You know, I, I sell all these things at my gigs. I, I'm a, I make jewelry. I, I'm an author. I have a children's book. I have a successful jam line. I make fruit jams and I sell them in the stores. I have a poke business, which is raw fish. And, <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. You're exhausting me. You're exhausting <laughs> I know. I'm, and, and these are all, these are things that I use weekly, you know, and yeah, I have one in the oven and he is due to come any time now. So, you know, I might need to leave any moment, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's doing, he's my sis, but I have to say that I have a lot of support and I'm very thankful for the support that everyone gives me that I just very, very thankful for that. And a very understanding wife that is supportive of my career. There's an amazing assortment of things you do. I want to mention, I haven't said this before, and people find this out if they go exploring on your site. So if people go to patricklandesa.com, you're going to find out something that's about the awards that he's had. And I think we unfortunately now have to end up this wonderful visit with you, Patrick. Can you give us one more song? What would you like to end with? I'd like to end with another one of my mentors. He, he does so much for the community in Hawaii and beyond. He works with Jack Johnson in the Kokua Foundation. He is an advocate for all things Hawaiian for Malama Aina, which is, you know, cherish our land. But he's been a great example for me. He lives in Waimanalo in Hawaii. And so I wrote this song in honor of him, song called Waimanalo Hawaiian Man. And we're going to end with that. But first, I want to thank you, Patrick, for joining me today. I know you had to get up early before you do this list of things that you mentioned earlier. Probably have to go can some jam right away or maybe put out another CD. I don't know. You seem to be prolific in the graces you bring to the land. I thank you so much for infusing our souls with Hawaiian music, but also with just the vibrancy of your life. So thanks so much for joining us for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much for having me, Mark, and Northern Spirit Radio. Uh, it's been very enjoyable. And we end with Patrick Landesa's song, Waimanalo Hawaiian Man. And we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. Here it is, Patrick Landesa. countryside I know of a man who lives his life in God's country that's where he resides I hear the music everywhere he goes his faith in Akua is strong I know he shines on the people like a beacon of light Protector of the sea and land I'm proud to call him my good friend I just want folks to know I 
Music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy Let in the light It will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song